What's up? This is Lorax of Walk Talk Podcast. As everyone already should know, we are living in a strange time. With the government advising everyone to social distance and stay safe at home, I was challenged in figuring out how to continue putting out content for the show. What is it that people want to listen to in the midst of all that's going on? So I figured, let's bring back Daniel and see how he's dealing from a personal standpoint. I believe that in these uncertain times, we need these light-hearted conversations to keep us inspired, motivated. This is an attempt to gather everyone together and share stories. I truly hope you're able to get something out of this, whether it be career advice, life tips, or a simple laugh to keep you going. Anything. I know it's helped me a lot just to have these conversations. So let's get into it. Walk Talk presents Stay Home Stories with Daniel. All right, back by popular demand. <laughs> we have Daniel here on our podcast. What's up, what's up? Um, I think I'd like to take the next couple of minutes to just introduce this segment. Um, what we're trying to do for the viewers or the listeners, sorry, is the series called Stay Home Stories. And you're the fortunate guest to be invited for Stay Home Stories. Lucky me. Now, for those who you know already are thinking this, oh, he has no choice. He's his <laughs> Daniel's his roommate, so, so that's why we have to have Daniel. That's true. You're entirely correct. You're entirely correct. But no, in all seriousness, I thought it'd be nice for us to have you on the show, just so that you know we can pick your brain. We can have, you know, just conversations where we talk about random things, mm. relationships, finances, whatever it is. Okay. Not on this episode. Okay. But but you know we'll, we'll get relationships. There. I was like, damn, I'm not ready for that. Jeez. Okay, no, we're just basically telling you to go on Hinge and like you know. Oh, so. okay, okay, okay. So why don't we start with um, from the last time that we you know connected with you? What have you been doing or like how? What have you been keeping yourself busy with during this uh, whole bro Corona lockdown thing? It's two man. words. Okay. Tinder passport. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but, you're not. <laughs> no. Um, I think the biggest things is. Um, a lot of Netflix, mm-hmm. a lot of just finished Top Boy. That was sick. Money Heist was sick. Jeez. Um, I bought a ukulele, trying to learn some stuff, trying to be. Yeah, you're sounding like AJ Raphael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeremy Passion, trying to be you know a little Hawaiian thing. Okay. Um, other than that, oh, I'm I, like I was always into like kind of like beat making and stuff, but I'm like I don't know if I'm good at it. Right. Yo, you know what you should do? What? You should make a beat. Yo, shut for up. Podcast. Shut up. Shut up. I'm not even there yet. But I downloaded this app called Jambo, and it's like kind of like a beat making thing for noobs. Jambo, J A M B O. It's for like yeah, it's beat making for noobs. So I'm trying to see if I'm good at that. Okay. If I am, which I probably won't be, but if I am, then mm-hmm. I'll like start investing in like you know like the software, like the beat making. Yeah, you like know, the the, little, the, the keypad thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sick. Yeah, yeah. you'd be so like Kanye, bad. I don't know what it's called. You'd be like Kanye West on like the stage, and exactly. you'd be like touching Runaway. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool, but man. Yeah. Other than that, just napping. Yeah. working yeah that's it on average how many hours do you nap a day i mean i know but you mean I sleep need... fully sleep or nap bro what's the difference for full sleep like at night then i get my regular one like no, okay six, seven hours because i nap. know the answer but nap like what an hour hour and a half that's a boost well i no no, no okay because because when i finish work i'm not i don't nap right away i chill for like an hour and then i nap and then i wake up and make dinner so it's maybe it's, it's whatever number you have divided by two <laughs> ridiculous so age no kidding <laughs> so as as we know as we all know we've been in this lockdown for god knows how long what is it six weeks now 
maybe more six right? seven it's weeks like, yeah it feels like more um and you and i have had this conversation but i thought it'd be cool to you know share with our viewers mm. the top three things mm. that or top three or four things mm. that you're looking forward to when this whole thing is lifted Ooh. i know you shared it with me yes. offline but i want you to share it for the record for our viewers our listeners sorry um okay pretty basic okay number one i guess the gym because i missed that a lot mm-hmm. um number two haircuts because yes, man. thank god there's not like a video podcast or yes. else it's, it's not a good sight man my hair is growing over my ears now, I know, right? I like know. it's getting kind of nasty i think it's time to bring the man bun back Yikes. almost there yeah but um number three definitely massage it's you know just mm-hmm. like feeling so tense you know might as yeah. well get your stuff stretched out but yeah yeah i think that'd be for me too like definitely going for a massage mm getting a haircut yeah and i think like for me it's like going out to eat oh yeah, yeah, yeah drink like not like get slosh or like anything just like in general going yeah. out and getting serviced yeah right like not <laughs> having to cook or not having to make dishes or like wash dishes sorry yeah i think that's already the first step exactly. to what i want like throughout this whole quarantine so far like i've never i mean you know me I like i usually cook at home anyways yeah, yeah. but then i feel like with this quarantine it's like amplified definitely right? like I want to just go out and like you know be like okay I want to eat this you don't want to think about it for yes. one like at least one meal yes right and like takeout is just not the same because like, you don't have that experience right so I think to align with you know this whole stay home series I mean if you know you're we're coming back for more than one episode which mm. by popular demand Woo-hoo! you know we actually have been getting Woo-hoo! some listeners say that they want to hear you and I go on the podcast more so i was thinking you know from what i said earlier we can just expand on certain topics and just you know dig into that a little deeper we don't have to rush through the podcast we Mm. don't have to necessarily you know dive into life advice because that's not what we're trying to do with this series we're just trying to you know share narratives share stories yeah so why don't we jump into today's episode Mm. which is as the title suggests getting to know you okay right setting our viewers up or listeners up i keep on saying viewers i don't know why but (laughs) setting our listeners up so that for future episodes they can get to know you better okay right so i think the first thing that people would know is how i'm recording this with you right now Uh and i know we mentioned it we do live together as roommates Uh right but i think it might be a cool story. It's like, okay, how did we get to... Ooh. How did we get to being friends? Not oh. just like, oh, hey, hi, Daniel. How's it going? Like, uh-huh. how did we become, like, you know, boys? Okay. And end up being roommates? Um, Tell your side of the my story. My side? Okay. okay. I think I think Jamie had a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. And for yeah. everyone there, it's like um, one of his best friends, one yeah. of my <laughs> really good friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I got my Jamie through... Like, we went to middle school together. Yeah. And then and then she left for high school and then she went to high school with you. Mm-hmm. Um and then so I didn't see her and then but and then we went to university. Like me and Jamie went to university yeah. together and that's when we kinda of reconnected and became good friends. And I think the first time I met you was when maybe in first year, was it? And when you had you those came? like giant magnifying okay, glasses. But that, that was a dark time in my past. We're not gonna be revisiting that. Um, <laughs> burn ants <laughs> But anyways, continue. But yeah, like I think yeah, the first time you met me, yes, clearly it was in first year, if you remember my whack glasses mm-hmm. and then i think um what did we even do like we just like chill do you play basketball maybe or we just like, like first year or yeah what? first year maybe yeah maybe? I yeah i think that's when we met mm-hmm. and then when we got close 
what i think you just kept visiting you visit a couple more times yeah and then we would chill like we went to and then you came to waterloo a couple times yes. for our friend's birthday yeah yeah and like fourth year. um you know drake events or whatever uh-huh uh-huh and then i think we just like we just had the same interests and then it was yeah. just from there you just like talk you just chill and it's like it's like effort. it's not someone you have to like put in work with yeah you know? so it's kind of it was just chill and it's natural friendship yeah. i think like it, it kind of just took off when it was like i think when we were both back in toronto and then we started hanging out for like you know um what's it called like drake concerts oh or yeah like, i think that was like the first event that at least like we all participated in okay yeah. like ovo fest yes um and then eventually it got to a point where i was like i think you were tired of commuting like what is it four hours every day <laughs> three hours yeah three hours every day from living uptown to be like hey you know what kind of want to live downtown life and then i was like yeah okay like let's let's room together yeah right? yeah so i think that's how it got to be so i think that that's you know where we are now and that's mm-hmm. how we're recording it right now mm-hmm. so without further ado let's jump into it like i think the first thing that people might want to know about you and and from you know just to recap the past episodes you're really big on you know social media you're really big on and not big as in like you're famous right like oh thanks thanks <laughs> No, I'm kidding. But, like, you're big as in, like, you spend a lot of time. Yeah. Check my screen time. It's so bad. Yeah, well, I mean, that's not a surprise. <laughs> but, like, knowing you, you're very big on social media yeah. and music yeah. and, like, your fashion stuff. So, like, growing up, who would you say, like, your role model or, like, what would your influences be? Not not necessarily for, like, you know, fashion or whatever. Mm. Just, like, you personally. Like, growing up, was it, like, you know, with the, what's it called, Michael Jordan documentary of The Ooh. Last Dance. Yeah. Right? A lot of people felt inspired saying, like, oh, he was my role model. But, like, yeah. who was your role model growing up? Or, like, what were your influences growing up? Um, I think when I was really, really young, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, when I was, like, zero years old to, like, I don't know, five, ten. Yeah, sure. I think I really looked up to Vince Carter. Jeez. I remember my first like the very the, the first time I played was basketball when I was like what two or three and it's because of Vince Carter I like mm-hmm. watched him playing for the Raptors and stuff um, and then I remember yo I would I remember I got these like preschool drawings or like JK or whatever okay. now we just like, I don't even know I spell his name so I kept writing Vince Carter's right and then yeah. I just like from that moment with a Z kind of, or what like no like car C A R D E R S I don't know okay. why okay um, and then I like it where like, I drew him in number 15 right mm-hmm. and then I think from there that's when I really started like my love for basketball yeah and just like everything related to that and I oh, recently watched the Carter Effect too that was pretty sick oh enough like yeah, so that yeah. was good though so like him really putting on for the city and making you proud of um like a like a city where you're from mm-hmm. and like that we can actually accomplish something in life was I think something that I grasped onto when I was like a really young kid yeah so that was like kind of like the early years I don't know like oh <laughs> I don't want to say it but like just in it. high school I was really into k-pop right yeah, so yes. like I guess like some like I don't know I don't think I really had any influences of um like career-wise mm-hmm. or like you know making a name for myself but like people yeah. i would like to imitate to mimic in terms of like the way i presented myself i think in high school was like yo a lot of like these k-pop stars like g-dragon tail and those guys yeah mm. pretty embarrassing but it stopped <laughs> yeah yeah but i don't know like are you saying like business no just in general like i think vince carter was a good one right? yeah like, who was one of the people that you know you really looked up to when you're growing up right like Definitely, yeah. That's why I wanted shocks so bad too. Oh, yeah, nice shocks. Yeah, they were nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just gonna like the the only person I can think of is like Vince Carter, because like I don't remember anything from when mm-hmm. I was a kid. But yeah. Yeah, that's a really good one. I think like especially with 
I mean, the Raptors winning the championship, right? And I think I started watching basketball when it was what, like when I was grade seven and eight. Okay. And I ha- I didn't start playing until like I was like grade nine or ten. Yeah. So for me, it was like okay, yeah, I watched Vince Carter, but I yeah. wasn't really uh, like part of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for me, it was like okay, well, yeah, he's great. Like I don't understand why people are so emotional, <laughs> right? But I mean, to me, I still. Like, I still connect with that, right? Like, yeah. I feel like he did put Toronto basketball yeah, on yeah. the map. But it wasn't like, oh, man, like, I want Nike Shock so bad. Yeah. Right? I think for me, it was like, and if it was basketball, like, even though I don't like the Celtics now, it was like the Celtics that, like, you know, really got me into oh, playing. Like Pierce, Garnett. Yeah, Pierce, oh, Garnett, uh, Ray Allen. Like, those were, like, that was when I first started watching basketball. Like, oh. I remember the first game I watched was when, first game of basketball, like, the first time I even knew about the NBA, believe it or not, right? I was on like the you know those like grade eight grade nine like grad trips. Okay. I think I was like, like Montreal. Yeah, yeah, I was in Montreal. Oh, I think it was Quebec City. Quebec. Oh. And, and then like the t- like hotel had the TV like yeah the TVs right yeah and like the couple of the guys put on a couple of the guys saying like as if like they're thirty or something, <laughs> but me and my friend yeah we we put on like they're like yo like let's watch the Celtics versus Lakers 2007 oh, 2008 championship that run was right. Good, yeah. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, I think I, I still remember to this day, I asked them, how come they're playing so many games facing the same person? Like, are there, <laughs> I'm like, are there only two teams on... Why can't it be Super Bowl? Just I'm like, like yeah, game. I'm like, how come... No, like, I didn't know that there were other teams. Oh, you thought it was like... Like, I, I was just like, how come the TV only shows Lakers? Green and yellow. Yeah, yeah. green and yellow. Like, where's everybody? Where's the Raptors? Yeah. Right? And then they're like, bro, really? Are you serious? Finals. And then I think that's when like I really really liked basketball. Like, uh, like I played at recess, yeah. and then I really got into organized basketball like grade nine and ten. Right. So I mean I don't have the same affinity as I mean you might to Vince Carter, uh-huh. but I feel like yeah he would definitely be up there for for like the Hoopers too. Like the guys actually went pro. I think all of them, the Canadian ones. Were yeah, like hundred like, um, percent like Jamal Carter. Murray and yeah, those men. Wiggins. Like, yeah. Like everyone who basically is on the Canadian basketball team is because probably Vince Carter. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they're that good is you think he's retiring when. Like, yo, he only played half a season technically, so he could mm. one year with the Raptors, you know, a little jersey retirement, you know. He plays one game, calls it a <laughs> yeah, I'd be okay with that. Mm. Interesting. So, you've grown up, you know, watching Raptors, yeah. growing up, and I would assume you've grown up in Toronto your whole life, yeah, right? Toronto hasn't like GTA, like not, yeah. not Vaughn specific or whatever specific, yeah. right? Like, growing up, if you could change one thing about your past what would it be oh like it doesn't have to be you know like oh i would choose to do better in school like it doesn't necessarily it could be but like if you could choose like one prominent thing mm. one thing that you remember from childhood or from anything anything anything. i think it's a hard question to answer because i like to like my mentality in life is like like no regrets like as no cheesy regrets. as that sounds no regrets <laughs> <laughs> um but like as cheesy as that sounds it's like things happen for a reason mm-hmm. and like you make mistakes and you go through these, I don't know, maybe dark times or trials in your life, mm-hmm. um, and then you come out stronger, right? Or you learn things from that, which makes you a better person and makes you um, deal with new situations better, right? Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to say like what I would change, but I think something that was traumatic for me was like first year, I just did so, so bad in yeah, school. Shit. Like one, I think, oh my God, I was like on academic probation, stuff like that, which is like looking back, it's fine that I did that because mm-hmm. I'd stepped it up so much in second, third, and fourth year that I knew I didn't want to do what I majored in in first year. And it kind of switched up my whole career path, school path, whatever, to where I am now, which I'm like really grateful for. And like it's working out so far. 
Um, but like definitely if something like the amount of stress like in sleepless mm-hmm. nights and like just mm-hmm. thinking about it like I think I would want to change in first year where I like would study more take school more seriously just because in high school it was like so easy so I thought I could just keep going with that yeah but it's like totally different from when I went in first year so um, yeah like not like I, I think I skipped like half my classes so can you expand on that a little bit I think for me it'd be somewhat of the similar experience mm-hmm. where it's like education would be like mm-hmm. one of the things I'd change but mm-hmm. before about before we go to me I, I want to stay on that topic right okay. expand on that a little bit like where did you study what did you oh, study okay, okay. And, and how how come you label it traumatic okay right um i think it all started from like you know like even grade nine like my parents would really were really on me mm-hmm. to go to like you know asians like in chinese like high school yeah, is mid yeah. it's in chinese the translation is middle school so you're expected to go to university right yes like Zhonghua, right yeah so in grade nine they brought me to like university's fair mm-hmm. in grade oh, nine you went with them? You, yeah in grade I nine with my friends Oh, wait, oh, sorry, sorry. In grade 9. In grade 9, yeah. You're supposed oh. to go in grade 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went right? in grade 12. Friends. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so That's like a fun experience. But yeah. I went with my parents. They were like drilling me. They are like, what do you want to do? I'm like, yo, I don't know. I was like, oh, the typical, like, thing, I want to be a doctor, right? Yeah. I don't even know why. I was just like, oh, I want to help people. But like, whatever. It's like some BS excuse. <laughs> um, and then... Um, so Frontline then, heroes, we we appreciate. You. No, no, I mean BS excuse for me. For <laughs> I'm me. like, like cool. I knew I didn't want it. Like I, like I just saw, I, I just saw prestige, and I was like, oh, yeah. you know what? I watched some like I watched House. House was a sick TV oh, show. Oh yes, at that time. I yes. want to be House. Um, so that went in grade nine, mm-hmm. and they were like, yo, we're going to all the science stuff. I'm talking to like TAs, I'm talking to profs when I'm in like grade nine. They're all like, what are you doing? Oh, here? at that fair. Yeah. Oh wow. And then um, in grade ten, they were like, all right, let's do campus tours. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? So I went to McMaster. The, and because like the life size like I don't know what like the best pre-med in like Ontario yeah. I would say so they're like alright we'll go into those info sessions and they're okay. like if you're not smart enough then let's go to life size I was like oh oh like the health size health, you know the health yeah, size yeah, like yeah, the yes, over yes. 90 whatever and yes, you're basically yes. in med school yes so I did that um, so then I, I like always like in high school they were like yo you should like they, I, I think they genuinely thought I wanted to be a doctor so then they, they're kind of like pushing me more because like I don't know back then I like needed a lot of drive so I did that, and then grade eleven and twelve, I did like the maths and the sciences, um, and then and then I applied for uh, science at Queens in first year. Mm-hmm. So then I get into like general science. General science, yeah, because you don't major until second year. Oh, okay. You either and you're in this thing called like arts science. It's like a combined thing, oh, and okay, you just cool. choose whatever you want. Cool. Um, and then the way Queens worked is you have to like if you wanted to major in life science second year mm-hmm. and like the rest of your undergrad, you have to get. Um, a certain mark like you have to make a certain GPA mm-hmm. and you have to like I don't know um, get a certain mark in these prerequisites right sure so then like I took those prereqs I pretty much hated it I did so bad I like my excuse was I hated it but like and I didn't want to go to class so then therefore yeah. I ended up with bad marks yeah um, and then um, and I realized like I was doing labs I was like yo I can't even like dissect something like, like without oh like, you wanted to jump to the next step right away like you wanted to quickly go to like dissecting like cadavers and stuff like that well yeah but you start off with like simple stuff right like yeah. frogs so, like in first year like i was like, doing those still labs you're still doing like peeling back the onion and you're like <laughs> it's not no like i would you would just like see things like you see these diagrams of like people and like mm-hmm. studying and you're like yo i don't even like want to mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. right and then so then that's why like i really stopped trying in first year yeah um and then at the end of the year like bro like i did so bad and then i couldn't even make like certain classes mm-hmm. um I'm sorry, certain majors because I didn't have the marks for it. And then the only ones I could make was sociology and geography or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, in first year, I kind of learned I didn't want to do science. And I washed a lot of suits. 
<laughs> so then I was like, oh, maybe I should do law. Yeah. Right. So then I was like, oh, let me jump into sociology and like do more. And then I actually, I really genuinely like law. I took like a bunch of law courses, a bunch yeah. of criminology courses. I did like some internships at like these little law firms, um, and I like really liked it. Um, and then, so then it's like, oh, you have to do your LSAT, right? So mm-hmm. then I did it twice. I did like okay um, on my second one, like competitive enough, and um, did pretty well like my last three years to be like competitive GPA. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like applied for it. Um, well, I got like a summer job at like the bank my third yeah. year. Yeah. Um, and then so then in fourth year I was graduating, but I didn't have like a full time lined up. So then, but I did apply to law school, right? So and the way law school works, it's like it's like rolling admissions, so you can get in like up until like August, end of August. Oh, okay. So like, um, I like applied, but like no, I didn't hear back. So then I still had to apply for like summer jobs, right? And then my like old boss at the bank hooked me up with like a new job, mm-hmm. like a, a student role um, for the summer because she was like, oh, okay, you're like, you might go to grad school. So you're still technically a student, whatever. Sure. So then I got into, like I got that job and I was working through the summer, the bank. And then like I was still waiting for my law school thing and I got yeah. waitlisted. And then I was like, dang. Because in the waitlist, they could be like, yo, we could accept you like first week of September and you have to show up like a week for class. Really? I was like, oh. And that's so stressful because I was like, oh, my summer thing is ending. Like, should I should ask for a full time. Yes. Right? And then um, and then I think I, near August, I was kind of like, yo, I'm not even, like, there's no way I'm making law school yeah. for this year. Like, might as well just, like, go for the full time and apply next year. And then I, like, got the full time. Um, and then I, like, worked there. And then next summer I tried, I got waitlisted again. And I'm just like, honestly, like, it's not for me. Let me just like take the cards I'm dealt and then try to make the yeah. best of the situation so then now I like yeah basically pivot into tech and like thank god I really like it yeah. and like just trying to find something I really really like even more is what I'm on right now mm-hmm. and I think that's so key like a lot of people and especially for the listeners on this podcast right now like I think it's so key that there's no right and I think this is so cliche that I have to repeat it like uh-huh. there's no right way to approach a career right yeah like, even for myself like I started off I like you know wanting to do something mm. in particular but then you know after like you know different like are you gonna twist- share because i think it's pretty crazy yeah you think you i should share to- okay yeah, okay yeah. so um i started off in like same as you like high school was like i didn't like school like for me as a person i don't like school at all uh-huh. like i just don't like having that like exam I hate learning new things i'm kidding <laughs> i hate structure <laughs> no like i just don't enjoy an exam environment or yeah. like in a, like a test environment yeah right i don't think i learn or excel in that environment uh-huh. Uh-huh. and like the whole time i'm like i'd rather just be working mm. all right but you know same as you obviously not as intense right like i didn't go to university fair in grade nine <laughs> but same as you like i really wanted to or i was asked to excel mm-hmm. in like the typical like you know like math uh, science yeah. Yeah. you know the physics and whatever yeah but I'm not good at math at all. Like, and I'm not good with science at all. Uh-huh. Like, I'm good with stuff that it's like you memorize stuff, like, right. like history or like geography, okay. or like things that are like I can just verbatim it, mm. right? So, come university fair, I was like, oh, I don't really know what I want to do, but like, I knew I had that passion to right. fly planes, and like, oh, okay. and that was like my biggest passion, like aviation. Like, I wanted to get into. that. Did you watch any of those like HK plane shows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I watched like the the Hong Kong dramas where it was like the like the pilots yeah. and like the trainings yeah but then like still like, for me like that passion was like from like way before like grade seven yeah. grade eight. okay and so like i worked towards that yeah and so i went into university waterloo to do aviation right and 
you know, in the beginning it was pretty cool. Like how the program worked was like you'd be doing the university program, yeah, right, and at the same time you'd be gathering your flight hours mm. and your training separately on the side, mm. right, and so you'd be doing those consecutively, yeah, or consequently, consequently, wait, side by side, yeah, concurrently, <laughs> concurrently, and perpendicularly, yeah. So you'd be doing them side by side, yeah, to make sure that you graduate within the certain milestones, yeah. And so I think it was like the end of the first year summer or second year summer uh-huh. where I got an opportunity to go back to Hong Kong to mm. do the interview for an internship with mm. uh, one of the Hong Kong like major airlines, Cathay. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I went back and... So you flew back just for the interview? Yeah. I flew like a thousand dollar... Yeah. Like, good thing I had like, or my parents had like the aeroplane points or whatever. Oh. Right? So I flew back for the interview and um, it was multiple stages, right? So the first stage was like... Um, math and English right okay. and it was like just an exam room you'd mm. be like answering like or you'd be doing like English questions yeah. or like math questions yeah. and like th- there wasn't anything way out of like you know the range like, they weren't asking you to like you know do like calculus or like okay. vectors or okay. whatever it was just like legit like oh you know calculate the speed of whatever oh, okay, okay. Right. Like simple simple yeah right I got the call back in the afternoon saying like oh you're now asked to do like stage two I'm like, whoa, like, this is it. Like, I. Wait, how many stages are there? I think like six. Oh, right. Jeez. And so, like, at this whole time while I'm doing it, like, I was, like, taking a break from school because mm. school was happening, right? And this was, like, oh. during, like, the September month. Dang, okay. And so I went to the stage two, and man, it was so tough. Like, maybe it was just like, maybe I wasn't set out for it, but uh-huh. it was just so tough. Like, so picture this you're in a room by yeah. yourself. Yeah. Right. There's like a camera pointed at you. Yeah. There's nobody else in the room. There's no proctor. There's no exam person. Okay. It's just like the camera's pointed at you. Yeah. You have a laptop. You have a keyboard. You have like a joystick, like a plain joystick. Yeah. And you just like are given instructions on the laptop. And it's not like, oh, you know, simulator, you play the game. And you yeah, I know. I was like, oh, you kind of fun. <laughs> like you see how good you are. Like you're shooting down like enemies. No, it's not. Uh-huh. It's It was basically a series of like brain teasers, puzzles. Oh. Like I think at one point, like it would imagine like a stick figure. Yeah. The stick figure would show up on the screen. Yeah. And the stick figure was holding a flag in the right hand. Okay. And then it, so you'd remember it. And then in one sec or two seconds, it'd blink and it'd rotate like a thousand times. And then you'd have to write down how it rotated. What? It had to be like left, right, up, down, left, left, right, or whatever oh it is, God. right? Okay. And I'm just like, pardon me, <laughs> right? And then there was another one where it was like, it was like you had an earphone on, or you had like yeah, an yeah, earpiece yeah. on, right? Yeah. And so it was just like counting down or like it was counting number sequences, right? Yeah. So it'd be like 100, 95, 90, 85. Yeah. And then it'd suddenly switch, right? So it'd be like 85, 80, 78, 76. So as soon as you hear the number sequence change, yeah. you have to press a button, right? So Whoa. at the same time, while you're listening, there's also visual like stimulation where it's like on the screen, there are shapes and they'll tell you, oh, green triangle. So when it flashes, when green triangle shows up, there's a number in it, and you have to like do the equation. Is like, that like, like a multitask test? Maybe? Yeah, and cool. I'm just like, okay, what's five <laughs> plus? Like it was the simplest thing too, but like it'd be like the triangle would show up, and it'd say inside the triangle five times five, and I'm just like, what's five times five? Yeah, you just blank out. You just blank out because like else. on yeah. the back you're just hearing all these numbers. Yeah. Right, and so obviously I didn't do as well as I like. Yeah. So I come back and. I still didn't want to give up yet. So this was like third year. I was already like half a year behind, right? And I was like, oh man, I don't know what to do at this point. All right, still keep on doing it or not. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to be a quitter. Just do it. Yeah. 
I did it for a little bit more, like, remainder of, like, I think, like, third year. Mm. And then summertime come, I go back to Hong Kong again for an internship, but this time within finance. Uh-huh. And I somewhat enjoyed it, right? right. Not, not necessarily the same joy that you might have had with law, uh-huh. but I was like, you know what? This okay. is fast-paced. Yeah. This is intense. And so I was like, you know what? Let, let me pursue that in economics and, like, finance and mm-hmm. stuff. So I ended up switching it, and thankfully, like, I had some credits that could transfer over. Okay. And I decided to pursue that instead. Uh-huh. So which goes to show, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what you set out to do. Yeah. It could change. And, like, I think the takeaway from this, and I don't know if you agree with me, is, like, mm. you just have to be flexible and you have to be able to adapt to it. Definitely. Yeah. Right? Like, there's there's people that, you know, be like, hey, I want to be a doctor. And they know that from the beginning and they can achiee that. Hey. Perfect. You. Yeah. Right. I strive to be like that as yeah. well. But then there's also so many people, and I'm pretty sure, like, some of the listeners are listening as well. And they're like, hey, you know what? I started off and I wanted to be an engineer or I started off and I wanted to be, you know, a firefighter, whatever it is. Uh-huh. But you know what? I'm better suited to be a, you know, a dentist or I'm better suited to be a teacher, whatever yeah. it is, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter as long as you get to something that you enjoy. Yeah. All right. So I think moving on and this kind of segues into like the next question I have for you. Okay. Right. Sort of in line with growing up mm. or just to date, mm. what is one of the biggest challenges that you've faced so far? Right. Maybe you've alluded to it, you know, through university or what is the one of the biggest challenges, right, that you think about or sometimes you even have nightmares. About. <laughs> like you're like, man, if I could relive it, I would skip it 10 times out of 10. Oh, man. Honestly, like, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. My life has not been that tough. Okay. Like, I, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. To just be in like environments and like situations where it's not crazy it doesn't damage me psychologically like i'm not traumatized yeah oh man i think like oh okay i think something i know from my past is like i'm just horrible at event planning Mm. so i remember my grade 11 we have a friend who's good at that we do Mm. we do yeah um maybe she'll be on this podcast oh okay but um yeah grade 12 i was in high school i was like the vice president of like student council so what like the one of the jobs you had to do was like plan the prom Mm -hmm. right so i just i think that was one of the most like looking back it's so dumb but like yeah yeah, like it was like i felt in my heart that was one of the most like stressful times in my life because like the whole year you have to do little like preparations and things um to get ready for this prom right Mm -hmm. so I would just like I don't know like you have to like book a venue you have to get tastings for food you have to find a DJ you have to like look at the cost budget yeah. all that stuff yeah. like you're working with like a teacher but like bro I'm in grade twelve like I haven't done much to this day right I mean, I you went to university fair so yeah true <laughs> should have used those skills yeah but like I'm like um it's hard like just coordinating everything going to the site like calling people blah mm-hmm. blah blah mm-hmm. like basically by myself because like the rest of the people on my team were like they were doing their own stuff right oh, okay so they couldn't really help like they they help when they could but like. Um, most of it was on me you can't ask the teacher for help because like the teacher they have yeah. a teaching job to do right yeah. so like I think I remember like just like sometimes I would just like wake up I was just like yo why did I even do this right like why yeah. did I even like apply to be like VP or whatever yeah. and then so I think the whole year it was I just did not enjoy it because I had this thing looming in the back of my mind that I had to like That's prepare for yeah like so like you're just like you're just doing something normal like, you're walking the street you see someone in a suit you're like oh shoot I got plan for prom right or I have prom soon right and then like, yeah, I couldn't even bring a date. Like, I couldn't even, like, focus on any of that, like, cool stuff that, like, grade 12 experience of, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, proposals, 
you know like going with someone fun stuff yeah, like that because you're too busy doing exactly yeah i was like fun. planning the whole thing and the whole night i was stressed i didn't even enjoy it um so i think yeah that was it's just dumb but trust me when i like i my like heart would shake like i would just like get cold sweats thinking of like planning this thing so yeah. that's when i knew but that see like that i don't regret it because like oh i knew i like suck at event planning yeah. like i'm not good at like getting all these things together and so yeah. I, I didn't pursue that interesting so i think going on to that as well how do you keep yourself motivated right like especially in these times now right uh-huh. we know that you're playing the ukulele or learn, learning new things <laughs> but like how do you keep yourself motivated and like in check and not let yourself go like i think for me i've eaten so many snacks <laughs> and i've just like completely like yeah okay i walk my dog or like uh-huh. i go for like runs with my dog yeah but i mean how do you keep yourself motivated and what advice would you give you know people listening to this podcast like how would you say you know for example yeah. the prom situation how did you motivate yourself in that situation or how do you motivate yourself when you know your career path isn't going to where it is right right or you know what else did we talk about where we said okay hey you know what like maybe this is not the de- like the desired path that you initially right. planned for. right like, how do you motivate yourself so that you can keep true to who you are um i think what the big thing that comes to my mind is mm-hmm. um actually from my mom where mm-hmm. she's always like practice makes perfect right like make things into habits mm-hmm. and then you will eventually like treat it as normal and then it'll go well for you right so i would say like right now um it kind of applies to a lot of things like so say like you're trying to find a new job right yeah you're trying to i don't know be or get a promotion mm-hmm. right so then you have to kind of make things habit like where i don't know maybe you have to learn a new thing Right, mm-hmm. so you force yourself I don't know two three hours a day to I don't know dig into some course or like do your own self research right so like yeah. do that every day or like your own schedule and kind of make that a habit where it eventually becomes normal it's not something that's like oh I have to do this again like I, it's out of my way like it just becomes normal for you where um, or like working out right like mm-hmm. you go to the gym like or working out at home I guess now mm-hmm. like if you just do a certain schedule every day every night yeah um, and then you kind of make that a habit and you're like oh okay it's not even hard anymore it's just like what I do Part normally yeah it's like my routine right so making things routine is i think key because without that it's hard to it's, it's hard to motivate in general so if you make something yeah. easier for you the better yeah. right so i think that's just something that i've really do like i don't know like now i'll play ukulele like an hour every night just to like get myself going really right okay, 30 minutes to an hour just because yo my hand hurts that's man like it doesn't my hand hurts it, like it's because starting out it like hurts yeah your yeah. fingers but like when i it's like muscle memory right and you just keep going Mm-hmm. So, what would you say the best piece of advice you've ever gotten or received Ooh. would be? Right, something just to like end off this podcast, this this particular episode. Mm. I want you to share, and it could be from your mom, right? Because you yeah. said your mom was the one that kind of you know motivated you to yeah. be who you are now. Yeah. And I'll share mine. I'm thinking about it as we speak. Uh-huh. Maybe you know you can take a minute and uh, yeah. No, I think I'm while I'm asking the question, you think of one. What's the best piece of advice that you've ever given and you'd like to share with? you know people yeah. on this podcast i think it was it's part it's in part related to like career and stuff and mm-hmm. like, your life path mm-hmm. there's this show called like terrace house and like um there's this guy his name's armin he's like more of like a chill guy he doesn't like um like there's like he doesn't get motivated by like i don't know earning money and stuff like that mm-hmm. right so there's this one episode where this guy called hansan like he's like a fan favorite he's like really smart he always gives good advice um, was just like about to leave the show so he kind of like wanted to give advice to people and like I think the big part of the show is like you have to achieve your goals like people are on the show to I don't know be big as an artist or be big in their careers right mm-hmm. to keep like 
um, or like to make most money as they can, right? So that was like, or to find love, right? So that was like a huge, yeah. a huge like theme of the show is like, like achieving your goals, like knowing your dream and like chasing it, right? Mm-hmm. But for this guy, it's like a little different. He didn't really find joy in like those things, and like he didn't know what he wanted to do, right? Um, so what he told him, like the Hanson told him, was like, yo, like, like I see you're different. You're not like some people like that. Yeah. Like your goal in life is not to make, is not like a specific one thing that you have to do. He was like, your goal in life is to be happy. Mm-hmm. right so like whatever you do um just like kind of like shape it around like oh if you're happy then it's okay like you don't have to be making millions of dollars if you have a family that makes you happy you have enough to feed them you have enough to like make good memories of them then that's fine enough for you mm-hmm. and like he was like yeah i'm completely okay with that and it's like the world kind of pressures you to you know like go f- so fast paced like kind of like burn through the ground like working towards your thing but like if that's not even what you want like what's the point yeah right so like i think so being cute. happy was it's only so simple but it's like dude like i should yeah that's yeah. a good way to live life that's that's a really good way to look at it and i think mine's sort of similar to yours is just the best piece of advice i've given like not given gotten yeah was from one of like the one of the basketball coaches that you know used to coach myself okay um and he would say like you definitely have to take your own career your own life into your own hands yeah like, no one's gonna do it for you okay right it's cliche yes but it was just pretty much like you have to be very open to, you know, people giving you critique. Yeah. Or you have to be open to asking questions. Like, okay. no one's going to be like, oh, here. Like, oh, do you want to be promoted? Or, oh, do you want to be successful? Right. Like, no one's yeah. going to do that, right? Yeah. But it's really honestly up to you. And it sort of, you know, ties into what you said, right? Like, if that's not even what your goal is, right? And this was a conversation that I recently had with my manager at work, right? Uh-huh. He was talking about rock stars and superstars. Okay. Right? And like, hear me out. Interesting. Right? Um, and I think this is a good way to end off the podcast. Like the difference between a rock star and a superstar, right? He's like, for those that want to be a superstar, for those who want to be, you know, the Wayne Gretzky's or like uh-huh. the, um, you know, LeBron James's, Kobe Bryant's, right? Then yeah, put in the extra effort to become like that, right? Yeah. Do the things that, you know, set you aside from the rock stars, yeah. right? But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with being a rock star, right? If you want to be, you know, like the Kalaris, or if you want to be like the, I don't want to say run of the mill, but if you want to be an average Joe, uh-huh. don't let society, like you said, don't let society shun you and be like, oh yeah, Daniel's just an average Joe. Right. Right. There's a lot of stuff that average Joes do that, you know, help the rock stars or the superstars succeed right right it's like the same thing with like the like the what's it called remember how people are like always not people but like you know how people are like um oh you know the ones that are the janitors or the ones that are Uh the you know like the ones that do like mail behind the scenes behind the scenes oh yeah they're not essential like we don't care about them Uh right but like they're the ones that are actually allowing us to do the rest of our work. Yeah, especially now. Yeah. Exactly, right? And so like in a time especially like now, right, those essential services, those rock stars, those average Joes, quote unquote, are actually superstars. Mm-hmm. Right. And so going back to the advice that, you know, the coach gave me, he was like, you know what, take a like take your own career into your own hands and just like you said, like don't let people, you know, decide what you want to be, right? You have to do it yourself. You have to want to be Mm. that superstar Mm. or you have to be you have to want to be that rock star yeah right and i think it's like so important especially with what's going on now right a lot of people tend to just be like ah you know what i'm just gonna chill for today yeah and like another day it goes by yeah and then like especially with like mental health like wasn't there an article that i read recently where it's like 
there's like the calls to cam h mm, yeah so much like 700 percent more exactly yeah. right like those that you know need to reach out to people or like those that tend to you know need extra help right it's okay like just make sure that you're living with a purpose mm-hmm. right damn that's really deep anyways <laughs> that's all for today's episode i think that was a nice little why am i crying right now <laughs> no but thank you daniel for coming on again like no problem i hope that you know you definitely can join us for this stay home series with daniel do i have a choice oh oh other people okay no you you're oh. gonna be on it it's stay home i mean stories. do i have a choice you're just gonna barge into my room and be like hey let's record this right now <laughs> don't expose it <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. (laughs) No, but thank you. Go back to your room. (laughs) Thanks, Daniel. No problem. Hey, thanks for listening to this Walk Talk podcast series, Staying Home Stories with Daniel. I truly hope you enjoyed the banter and lighthearted conversations we had. As always, you can find out more about the show and listen to episodes at anchor.fm slash walktalk. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Walk Talk Podcast is created in collaboration with Han Xing. Make sure you check them out on their website at hanxing.com. I'm Lorax, and you've been listening to Walk Talk Podcast.